What's a just God supposed to do? If he does nothing, he is, in a sense, giving consent to the right. sin. When the government dictates what religion is, our morals will be stripped. Well, they're setting it up for you guys, the younger generation, to take the hit. They see a church that's on fire for God. That's the church that gets targeted. You're in a worship saying, praise Jesus. We are the army of God. We'll dare to discuss what most churches never will. And strive always to speak the truth in love. We are watchmen, warriors, victors. Together, we will fight the good fight and finish strong. This is David Hebner Live. We are warriors. We are not victims. We are victors. And if you want to help us, if you want to help us fight this war, then I want you to go to davidhevener.tv and uh, sign up, become a part of the family. I love you guys. Good to see you every Monday night. You know what? If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here right now. I said, well, David, that, that doesn't make sense. Wouldn't, of course you wouldn't be here. Nobody was watching. You know, what I mean is I have gone through some tough times because of you. You, that's right. You look in the mirror because of you. You've prayed for me. You've, you've been here for me. Um, you showed encouragement. You guys, some, many of you all have financially supported. I wouldn't be here. I would, not, I would not be existing the way I'm existing now. So thank you very much. I thank you and I thank God for you. All right. When I was in Hollywood, uh, I was sitting in a restaurant. This was about maybe 30 years ago, and I was having lunch. It was about noon. All of a sudden, a little girl walked up to me. She was about five years old. and She had a, a, ba uh, a thing wrapped around her head, and she was cute. She said, Mr., she goes, are you a movie star? And uh, I said, well, I, and just about that time, her mother came out. She says, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. You see... Angela Marie, she has a wish, and her wish was for me to bring her to Hollywood. I think they lived in Kansas. Said she could have wished for anything, but her wish was that I bring her to Hollywood and she could meet a movie star. And you see, we've been here a week, and she hasn't met a movie star, but we saw you in the restaurant, and you look familiar. And she has to catch a flight. We have to catch a flight out tonight are you in the movie business i said ma'am i said i've made a lot of movies she goes oh god has answered my prayer and you know i told her i said ma'am and i looked at little angela marie she was a cute cute little five-year-old i said i don't know if i'm a star i said but you're a star you shine brighter than a star and you know her mother said, I hate to bother you, but could she have an autograph picture? And, you know, I just happened to have one with me. That's what all of us uh, humble movie stars do. They carry pictures around. But I did have one, and I signed it, and I gave it to her. And uh, we stayed in touch. We stayed in touch. Well, I come to find out, and uh, later that day before they left, uh, Angela Marie had leukemia. She was in stage four cancer. And she went home, and we stayed in touch over a period of two, three years. And I would call once a month, 
and her mother would put her on the phone and I'd say, how's my star? She said, I'm doing good. And her, and, and her mother said, you know, Angela still has your picture right up there on her mirror. So one month I didn't get a call from her mother, which I normally do. And I waited the next month. I didn't get a call. So I called her mother and she said, David, I, I wanted to call you. She said, I've just been, it's been very difficult for me. Angela Marie passed away a week ago. She said, my baby had two pictures hanging on her mirror. One was a picture of Jesus, and the other one was a picture of you. And tears coming down my eyes. Little Angela Marie went to heaven, looking at Jesus, looking at me. And what breaks my heart is that I didn't do anything for her. I, I, I didn't know what I know now. I, I didn't understand healing. And these are things in life that you look back on and you say, God, I wish I could have known. I wish I could have known. And this is what I want to talk about tonight. I want to talk about healing. You see, for many of us, whether you believe it or not, there's many, many Angela Marie's out there and they need you and they need me but the issue is that i see demons using uh, demonic power more than i see christians using god's power i want to say that again i see the dark side i see witchcraft using the demonic power more than i see god's people using the power of christ Healing, one of the four things that Jesus said, these things will follow. It proves whether you're a Christian or not, whether I'm a Christian or might I say a useful Christian. What? Healing. Healing the sick, casting out demons, raising the dead, preaching the truth. Four things, folks. This is what we're all about. This is a ministry that is all about truth. We've got to do something. We cannot wake up every morning expecting a different result, doing the same thing over and over again. And I thank you for being here. And tonight I'm asking God to lay on our hearts and give us wisdom as we walk away on a higher level in which we came in. I want to talk about frequency. I want to talk about God's frequency. I want to talk about energy. Oh, wait a minute, David. Hold it. Oh my, there you go. New age, huh? You got the new, yeah, get out of here. And we're going to straighten this out. You see, here's the problem with Christians. They want to run and stick their head in the sand. Why? Because New Age has basically hijacked everything that belongs to God. I mean, it still belongs to God, but Christians get are afraid. No, don't talk about that. That that sounds like uh, the you know New Age. All right, let's talk about power, because at least you'll give me that. You, you, want, you know that we, the power that Jesus had was transferred to us. Scripture said that. I didn't write it. We have the same power that, that, that was used to, to lift Jesus out of the grave up to the Father, the resurrection, the power that he had when he healed the sick, cast out demons, raised the dead. We have that power. The question is, what are we doing with it? And is this power energy? And what exactly is energy? There's many 
new agers claiming to heal with energy, yet there's many of God's people saying that they want to heal with energy, but many Christians are running the other way. Folks, we can't let this happen. What is energy? What is frequency? Frequency, we all have it. If you're a living, breathing human being, you have energy, you have frequency, and we need to deal with it and see what it is. We either hide and let the devil take it, or we stand up and we say, this is ours. It belongs to us. Sorry, God's child. You know, I can walk into a room and I can feel the energy. I can feel the darkness. I can feel the light. And I'm sure you can too. But wait a minute, hold it. Like in Hollywood, uh, someone walks into a star, an aura about them. But is that power? What is that? You know, I've met and I've worked with a lot of stars in Hollywood. And I got to admit, you know, I've, a lot of them I've seen on television on the big screen. And I meet them in person. And they got that thing about them. They do. They got that thing about them. Is that, is that power? Is that, is that anything that's God-given? Is it energy? What, what is it? I want to talk about this. And we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. God's power. We're going to talk about how witches use Satan's power. You know, we fight against principalities, powers in high places, energy. But yet, we don't want to grasp it. I'm tired of seeing all the little Angela Marie's in life suffer because we don't step up to the plate. And I'm not saying everyone can be healed. Please don't get me wrong. But at least everyone, if you're a Christian and I'm a Christian, we can try. Woman with an issue of blood. And we're going to talk about blood with my guest, and I'm excited to have her on. But I want to go to Mark 5, 25, 34. Go to Mark 5, 25, 34. I love this scripture. I love this woman. She's one of my heroes of the Bible. Jesus is trying to tell us something here, folks. We need to listen. Don't say, David, I've read this before. No, you may have read it before, but you know what? Maybe this time God is reading it to you. Okay, Mark 5, 25, 34. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all that she had, all the money she had. And yet she's getting worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and she touched his cloak because she thought, if I can just touch his clothes, his cloak, the back of his garment, I can be healed. If I can just do this. You see, she was an old lady and this was a big crowd around Jesus. If you could think of a bunch of, I don't know, uh, security guards, you know. Not going to let anybody touch you. They're watching out. They don't want him to anybody to get to him that shouldn't get to him. A big crowd. She's an old lady. She wasn't very well respected. She said, I'm going through that crowd. I'm going to touch his garment. And she touched it. Now, why did she think that if she touched his garment that she could be healed? Why didn't she go to him and say, Master, heal me? She had heard that he had done it that way. I don't know if she'd ever heard that anyone came and touched the back of his garment, but she did. And immediately her bleeding stopped. She felt it in her body. She was freed from her suffering at once. Jesus realized that power had gone out of him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? You see, Jesus felt something go out of him, folks. Could it have been energy? 
He said the power. What is this that went out of him? Did he have control over it? Or was it at the beck and call of someone who had faith? Verse 31, you see the people crowding against you, the disciples answered, and yet you ask who touched me? Jesus said, no, I'm not talking about who bumped up against me like a bunch of Christians going six flags over Jesus every Sunday bumping up against Jesus. Jesus wants to know who intentionally touched me, who went through, who risked, who believed, who gave it all to come and touch my garment. That's who I want to know. Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet, trembling with fear, and told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Now listen to this. Your faith has healed you. Go in peace. Be freed from your suffering. Now there were five things that happened here. I want to outline that. First, she touched Jesus. Jesus didn't touch her. She touched Jesus. So some, there was some law there that when you touch Jesus, the virtue, something went out of him. Energy, frequency, or, well, no, David, power. Okay, be religious, say power. I say frequency, I say energy. And it's all power. Number two, something went out of him, but what was it? What was it? We're going to talk about that tonight, so I want you to stay with me with my guest. Number three, she was immediately healed. Immediately. See, she had tried every doctor, spent all of her money, all these things. She was immediately healed. Number four, Jesus felt it, and he knew it. He felt it coming out of him, and he knew it. Number five, your faith has made you whole. Your faith has made you whole. We're going to talk about tonight energy, frequency, and the blood. I don't bring on my guests right now. Miss Darlene Day out to Plata. Miss Darlene, are you there? Got to unmute yourself there, Darlene. Well, thank you. Yes, I am here. Okay, De La Plata. That's uh, You said that was uh, Spanish, right? It's a Spanish name. It's a Heinz 57. There's a long story with that, but yes. Okay. All right. Uh, Darlene, tell me now you are a, um, you're a, a doctor of, of uh, natural medicine. So I'm grandfathered into the naturopathic system. I've been, I've had a practice for over 40 years where I teach people how to reverse disease without medicine. Okay. And I love one of your uh, statements you gave me that um, uh, people don't catch diseases. Uh, mm -hmm. People create disease, right? right? That's yeah. right. And is that because of energy, the, the, their, their thought? But, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let, let's back up a little bit. I want to okay. talk about, yeah, I want to talk about, we talked about this woman with the issue of blood. Uh, she went to every doctor. She couldn't be healed. And she said, if I can just touch Jesus, uh, I can be healed. But something, but it, the story tells us that something came out of Jesus, virtue, power, energy. I mean, what do you think this was that came out of Jesus? So, you know, when they say that this and more shall we be able to do, really the, I wanna, I wanna say that we are more electrical beings these these um, electrons and the electric the electrical factor that we have running around inside of us it extends beyond what we can physically see 
It's not just powering what I call our spiritual computer on the inside. Our what makes us human beings actually extends several feet outside of our physical body. And okay. it it has a frequency. And so when she touched him, he could feel it. It's like um, it's almost like he's the generator and she, you know, was low on power. So she's she's touching him and the and it's charging her battery. That's that's right. a good way to look at it. Yeah. But see, now here's the thing. Let's talk about this because I love this woman in the Bible. I love her. Um, mm -hmm. There was a lot of people bumping up against Jesus. The disciples said this. There's a lot of people. So it wasn't the fact that they were near him or are bumping up against him because they didn't feel anything and he didn't feel anything going out of him. But yet she intentionally had faith to go up and touch him. So, uh, Darlene, is it not correct to say that if we must have intention when we want healing, when we ask God for healing or we command a healing, that it must be intentional and we must believe it like this lady? I believe that the intention is the foundation that lines up the frequencies because like attracts like, you know, uh, otherwise we're just like bumper cars bumping around out there. Uh, otherwise we'd be soaking up every person's energy at the mall, let's say. Okay. Um, and so to, to line yourself up with an intention and when the, you, do, you can't impose your will on others, but Jesus's intention is to heal. So when yeah. she, aligned her intention with that it's it was a uh, sinking up uh, okay so what you're saying correct me if i'm wrong is that when there is a healing that goes on if there's two people involved there needs to be a a a, 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 a unified effort it, there needs to be that connection to make this thing work um because if not and and this is the point i'm trying to make a lot of people want to they go to these uh, faith healing uh, events, you know, because they saw the guy on TV and mm -hmm. uh, they'll stand in a line for a day and a half waiting just for this man on television who they can see in person to put their hands on him. There's a lot of people out there. They have the wrong energy. Now, you and I haven't talked about this, but you right. got to be careful who you let put your hand, put their hands on you because there is dark energy or energy that can also damage. Right. And when you let things touch you or invite them into your home, it's like the old vampire movies. They can't really do anything until you invite them in. And by allowing them to touch you and to be part of your field, you are inviting that in. Yeah. So when you do your energy healing, do you, because you mentioned there's a field of, of frequency, of, a field of energy. How far is this from a person's body? Is it a foot, two feet? I mean, it. I think it can vary. I think when when our life force is very low, it can be very close to the body. In fact, fear shrinks the field to be right up next to you. And so, um, with you know being careful how I say this, um, in a in a time where they are having people stand, let's say I don't know six feet apart, and keeping them in fear, it would shrink your energy field. So where even if you were in a crowded room, you would feel isolated and alone. Ooh, you just hit on something very interesting. This is a unified effort by the dark side to decrease our energy field. Because now I see when even now nobody's come back to the way the way they used to be pre twenty 
pre, you know, uh, virus. Nobody's back there. People withdraw. They get scared. They look around. They're like sneaking around the grocery store in a mask, right, with their head bent down. That's right. Wow, and it shrinks our energy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now you do healing, and uh, what do they lay on a table? Do you put your hands over them? Do you does your energy connect with theirs? I, how, how do you do this? I really feel more like a conduit. You know, I I go into prayer when I'm working with someone, and uh, I do I do offer. Um, you have to meet people where they're at, but offer. I'm not everybody's flavor of Kool-Aid. And I know that if they're not coming to me for the right reason, we're probably not a fit and I can refer them out to somebody else. So I do anoint with oils uh, from scripture. I do that as part of what we're doing, which energetically can help change the field. Um, it's, it's chemistry. It's not anything crazy. And so if I'm praying and I'm, I'm, I'm working as a conduit, but not as a channel. I don't like that word. And, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not channeling into something that, uh, it seems to be a very common phrase, uh, right now and, and very trendy. That's a new age thing. You know, they've, they've, uh, you know, that, yeah, I, I, but I know what you're saying and I, and I agree. We got to stay away from that terminology because they've bastardized, you know, just about everything. Even rainbows. Can't even talk about rainbows. Like Like you said, they, they hijacked everything. Uh, everything hijacked. started out as God's creation. It, it, exactly, exactly. So I want to ask you more question. We're going to take a break. Um, so this, um, uh, there's something coming because we talked about the virus. We talked about, um, you know, the lockdowns and, and, and some really bad stuff that we know has already happened. Um, and you say there's something else coming. There's something coming around the corner here, and we better be prepared um, medically, uh, uh, natural medicine. Tell me about that. First of all, what do you think's coming, and what do we need to do to be prepared? Well, I think, you know, they're not even hiding it anymore. They give you all kinds of clues about the next uh, crazy scare that's right around the corner. But what I what I do know, that if you work in... Uh, whatever medical thing they have planned, um, whether it's, you know, in the food, in the water, in the air, on the bus, on a plane, wherever they're, wherever it's at. And I do think it is designed that way. And then they're going to crank up the fear mechanism, which is going to shrink the energy field, which is going to put people back into fear, which lowers your immune function. I think it's very important to take the time to uh, have your own come to Jesus meeting with with your with your health because if you're relying on medication i'm going to use insulin as an example if you're relying on on medication that requires refrigeration and i don't know let's pretend that there's a a a long-term blackout um or rolling blackouts even where you can't keep your stuff cold um there is a, a great tactic there that could diminish the size of the population, just based on that one medication alone. Um, yeah. Let's say pharmacies close and you're dependent on uh, different antipsychotic medications. What happens when there are no pharmacies? Um, you can't get your medicine and you haven't done the work to try to get that all in order in your own house. And so, um, this, it just creates a recipe for disaster. So I offer people solutions 
to prepare. And you know what? In best case scenario, um, we never need it. Yeah. But, well, you know, I, and I want to talk about the solution when we come back. Um, but I just want to mention we got just a few seconds here. Um, the, it isn't just things they put in our body. It's not vaccines only and all that. This is uh, pesticides. This is the uh, chemtrails. This is, uh, you know, uh, chemicals to clean your home. I know so many women that have gotten cancer that are house, they clean homes. My sister uh, was in like stage three cancer and she, that's her job. She, she has chemicals on her hands. I, I, I know three or four women like that. Uh, real quick, comment on that and then we got to take a break. So as important as not putting new toxins in, you have to take out the ones that are in there creating false messages in your circuitry, right? So toxic chemicals, you need to replace them with things that are not toxic. Uh, you know, organic food isn't necessarily the solution. Praying over your food is better than, uh, praying over regular food is better than organic food if that's it's all you can afford. Um, you know, because yeah. here they come in through the back door with these forever chemicals, you know, 20 years ago, they were telling people, oh, these these fertilizers are great for organic farms. And now they're seizing farms because they're sprayed with forever chemicals that are no longer well, safe. Right? Yeah, Roundup. My my son-in-law, his father, we, he lost his father because it, it had Roundup all over his hands. It's crazy. Uh, Darlene, we're, we're, when we come back, um, uh, I, I want to ask you, um, I want to talk to you about an experience you had uh, some years back. Uh, the doctor said, you're going to take your kidneys out. Right. And all of a sudden, you heard a voice. Right. You heard a voice. When we come back, we're going to talk to Darlene about what voice did she hear? It certainly wasn't from the, uh, from, uh, the CDC or the uh, Big Pharma Medical Association. We're going to find out whose voice that was. And what did she do when the doctor said, you got those kidneys got to come out? But she hears a voice saying, no, I don't think that's going to happen. I want you to stay with me because we're talking to uh, Darlene about that. And also about when we come back, I'm going to talk about the dark side of this energy and what to look out for and what's the solution. We'll be right back. Life is complicated enough. Why worry about what to do with your extra car? Skip the costs of maintaining it, storing it, insuring it, or renewing registration. Car repairs? Forget about it. Here's one easy solution to your car problem. Donate it to a nonprofit. It's fast, free, tax-deductible, and if you donate, you're going to feel incredible knowing you're supporting a great cause. Interested? Just call this toll-free number or donate online. Thank you. Listen, we have the new End Times DVD. Um, it's uh, Investigates, uh, End Times Investigation. I have a lot of my friends on here, uh, Lisa Haven, Michael Lake. Uh, I have Josh Peck, L.A. Marzulli, uh, Stephen Bancroft. I mean, eight hours of, of me investigating things like Satanism, demonic powers, Illuminati, New World Order, Antichrist, One World Religion, End Times Miracles, Bible Prophecy. Folks, let me tell you something. One day... What you're watching us on right now, it's called, well, it's called television, it's called social media, it's called the internet. They're going to turn that baby off. You need a hard asset. When all this stuff gets shut off, this is what, what you're going to be able to, to learn from and to understand. So I want you to uh, text the word CHOSEN to 91999 or go to TV forward slash order or call 844-806-0006. 
the brand new DVD uh, of Last Evangelist. You can get it right now. Uh, it's limited collector's edition. It's got the new episode on it, along with band videos with me and Michael Lake and Lisa Havens, uh, Sheila Lazinski. Hey everybody, I am honored and blessed not to have just one new book out, but two new books. That's right, two new books. The first one is End Times Investigation. I deal with Hollywood mind control. I deal with demon portals, the alien demon connection, uh, astral projection, program multiples, satanic ritual abuse, and much, much more. The things that I talk about in Last Evangelist and on my shows, the all my interviews I do, it's right here in this book, especially my life story. Also, True Power, how to uh, access your true power uh, in these last days. Okay, um, it's a war manual for God's children. We need to learn the enemy's tactics and how to battle the enemy in these last days. Pick up a copy of this book. Just text the word CHOSEN to 91999, or you can go to davidhevener.tv forward slash order, or you can simply call 844-806-0006. Hey, don't forget to pick up a copy of that End Times Investigation. And also, um, don't forget about the um, uh, the first episode of Last Evangelist. Uh, you can uh, get that on davidhevener.tv. As a matter of fact, I want to go to a video that we just uploaded uh, onto the uh, David's Choice channel uh, spotlight. Uh, I want to play the intro of that. This is Dr. Monzo. We talked about God's frequency. We dive deep into the energy. Uh, let's, let's play uh, the clip of that. He has frequency points on our body, basically, based on the Hebrew language. That this type of laying on of hands was known during the biblical time. And could this have anything to do with Jesus healing when he walked the face of the earth and he touched people and healed them? He knew God's alphabet. And your real DNA is actually spiritual. We as God's people can battle this mark of the beast by understanding God's frequency. Yeah, how we'll escape the mark of the beast. Uh, let's go to um, um, to davidhevener.tv. folks. Um, let's we just we uploaded that. You can go to David's Choice channel. We've got twenty channels here. Uh, we're live now, live television. Uh, we've got you can see we've got the tribute to Russ Dizdar. Uh, we've got the Last Evangelist channel, uh, the spiritual warfare channel, uh, the uh, Bible study channel. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Uh, so I want you to go davidhevener.tv, and if you do, you can go underground with us in about uh, 20 minutes. Um, it's for members only. Just go sign up right now, and then uh, if you do, just for tonight, so we can send you a link, and then after uh, after tonight, you won't need to get uh, do what I'm getting getting ready to tell you to do. You have to uh, uh, email admin at davidhevener.tv just so we can send you a link for tonight if you sign up. And then, of course, next week, you'll get it automatically. So go please sign up. Also, they talked about um, donating your car and whatever else you have in your backyard. That will help the ministry and also helps uh, people in general when you do that. That money goes to really service people and help people. I used to uh, make sure you go to davidhevener.tv. Is it Spencer? Is it forward slash car? I think, yeah, car. Or it's also eight, uh, 800-855-RIDE, I think it is. Um, and also, if you'd like to support the ministry, you can go to davidhevener.tv forward slash give, or you can call 844-806-0006. And we pet 
text that word chosen to 91999. I love that word and I love you and I appreciate you guys so much. We're talking tonight uh, to my guest, Darlene De La Plata, uh, Spanish gal. Uh, but I tell you what, she has a heart for people and she also has the mind of Christ when it comes to healing. She's got some very valuable things she shared with us. Darlene, you out there with me? I am. Okay. So you went to the hospital. Uh, you were pretty sickly um, and you had some kidney issues. How long ago was this? Well, I was 19, so it was a million years ago. And um... <laughs> Okay. Five years ago. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, all right. Uh, and by the way, happy birthday. You've got a birthday coming up this Thursday. Happy birthday. I do. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, and like I said, I'd sing happy birthday to you, but then that they uh they copyrighted that song happy birthday and i don't want the beatles or michael jackson to make any money off off me uh so you're in the hospital you're having kidney issues what did the doctors tell you you needed to do so you know in excruciating pain going in having all the diagnostic tests which i call dr mangala tests uh that were just insane uh, radioactive dye and things called voiding cystograms, which, you know, uh, anyway, they determined that I had large uh, cysts, larger than silver dollars on my kidneys. And what they wanted me to do was to sign a paper agreeing that uh, core samples, they would go in and take core samples, and that if they determined that my kidneys were too far gone, that as long as I signed this paper, that they could remove them while I was under. and uh, you know, that just didn't, that just didn't feel right to me. Uh, I said, you know, I'm only 19, but I'm pretty sure I need those. And they said, well, you know, we just put you on dialysis while we, while you're waiting for a donor. It's totally common. We do it all the time. Yeah. And that's when I heard the voice. Oh, okay. Uh, what, whose voice did you hear? Well, at that moment, it sounded like someone standing right next to me. It was a very audible voice that said, you need to leave you need to leave right now and i remember feeling very confused very nervous and uh i wouldn't sign the paper and all i kept hearing was this voice you need to go 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 and i'm just thinking i'm i don't know what's happening and um i i asked them if i could use the phone to call my mother and they they pointed to a phone across the room and i said well how do you get long distance and uh, they said, oh, you know, you can't call long distance from here. You have to go use the payphone." And so that's how I pretty much made my escape out of the doctor's office. And uh, they wanted me to leave my things. I took my things with me. I pretended to use the phone. When I went downstairs, it was the longest elevator ride of my life because the whole time all I'm hearing is go, go, go. You know, don't do this. You, you need to go. You need to get out of here. That's really the words. You need to get out of here right now. Yeah. Yeah. W was this God's voice? This was definitely God's voice because everything that happened from that point forward was God. Okay. What does God sound like? Is it baritone? Is it a tenor? Or um, uh, don't tell me he sounds like a girl. I don't no, know. No, it was definitely a man's voice. Uh, okay. And uh, so, I mean, it just led me. Uh, so at the time, I was taking a curriculum. I was at UCLA. I was taking a curriculum as a pre med student. Um, 
and well, the pre-med uh, majors were all taken. So I was under an English program, but I was taking pre-med curriculum and uh, I got so sick, I had to withdraw from school. And so I was very medical minded, you know, um, so none of this was making any sense to me. And um, it definitely sounded like a man's voice. I thought I'm either hearing from God or I'm losing my mind. I really didn't know which was happening, but I prayed. It, it prompted me to pray for a miracle. And because once I got into the car and I got out of the, uh, you know, um, the famous medical place there in uh, Harbor City, California at the time, I got into my car and I that voice stopped because I'm thinking, okay, now what? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm all in now. I've left. I've, I've made my right. escape. And I, now what? nothing i mean crickets there was nothing and yeah so i just uh prayed for a miracle wow do you feel like you're in the hospital and this was a lot of years ago um and i feel like this too i've only been in the hospital once like had to go in the hospital i almost feel like a prisoner like you know i definitely go to a doctor's office i don't feel like i have any control over me you know they want to put me on a scale stick a thing in my mouth uh uh, wrap a thing around my arm, take my blood pressure. They want to do all, and they don't even ask me if they can. They just do it like, you know, and I get insulted with this, Darlene. As a matter of fact, I refuse them to take my blood pressure and they get, I've had them throw me out of their office. I've had them go get another doctor. Like I thought they were going to beat me up or something. And I, I had a lady block, me, a nurse block me at the door, wouldn't let me out. <laughs> literally her eyes started bulging and started foaming going, I want to take your blood pressure. You know, I mean, do you feel that too? Do you see what I'm talking about? I felt that way. And it was really, I was just at the uh, medical center. I hadn't even been admitted. So um, I do know that we give doctors an awful lot of power and Hey, they're great at saving lives and doing what they do, but there's so much medicine that's corrupt right now. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's just a system, right? Yeah. I have too many friends that are doctors, surgeons. I mean, you name it across the gam and they're good friends of mine and they're going to laugh if they hear me say this, but most of them are half nuts. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I personally wouldn't want them working on my car, even though they do, they do good stuff. I mean, the neurosurgeon, all that kind of stuff. But I mean, some of the stuff they, we talk about, I'm going, Oh my God, this scares me, you know? But uh, people have to understand doctors aren't God. God is God. And doctors are just used by God at certain times, but not all times. Uh, Darlene, so I, I want to ask you about a, a person, you, a patient that you had about his blood, because I believe the question and the answer all lies in the blood. Okay. Yes. It's all about the blood of Jesus. It was blood that say it's blood that saves us. It is his blood, the continual flowing of the saves us, but it's also what's in our blood, okay? Uh, the blood, do we, uh, does this energy change your blood, change your DNA? I'm talking about the energy work you do and the, the, the healing and so forth. Energy can definitely change the way your blood flows, um, how your blood reacts. Uh, the Our blood is really a river of information and uh, whether 
you know, when we're when we're in depression, our blood is slow and sticky. When we're in joy or feeling love, our our blood tends to flow much freer. Um, there's a lot of spirituality in the blood. It's not just physical. There's nothing about our body that is just physical. The the physical part of our body is a canvas, and everything else our thoughts, our emotions, our prayers, our everything that we have is painted onto that canvas. So our canvas mm -hmm. is a representation of what's been going on otherwise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the spiritual energy. Mm -hmm. So you had a patient, you checked his blood. Uh, tell me, what did his blood look like? I don't know if we have a picture or not, um, but if we do, we can put it up. But what did his blood look like when you saw it? Oh my God, is that? That, that is the blood. So, um, for anybody that's ever looked at a slide of blood, uh, it doesn't look like that. And when I talk about uh, the current agenda right now, that is what I say is creating a false nervous system in our body that can be activated by, by EMFs, by different frequencies, which can be turned off and on remotely uh, to carry messages and instructions. To me, this is part of what that looks like uh, in real time. So right now we're seeing it as a still photograph, but at the moment I took that picture in live time, you would see a small blue bubble meeting up with another one. They would open arms and connect, go off to find another one, open arms and connect and so on until it was just this moving mass of, of, a, of these connecting lights. And there's there's not a whole lot of blood in that. You can see a few blood cells, but honestly, right. that's just one drop. So imagine yeah. what the rest of his body looked like. Well, um, you mentioned about uh, conditioning of the blood. Do you think they're intentionally conditioning our blood for an event, for a I reason? Do. You do? Mm -hmm, okay. Talk to me about that. Uh, and by the way, Spencer, uh, I sent you, uh, there's a slide of healthy blood, what healthy blood looks like. We're going to put that up in the moment. But go ahead, Darlene, answer Comment on that, please. So if you were looking for a way to globally uh, control as many people as possible, you would want to implement something uh, that was being at you that you could activate at a touch of a button because it's gone are the days of okay we're gonna infect california and okay tomorrow it's gonna go to arizona the next day it's going to chicago and you know by the time that telephone tree has made its way around the globe people have had time to call and email and you know there's there's uh you know cell phones and all of that so mm -hmm. now if if they take their time and they, I don't know, we'll just use the word infect, uh, infect the population, right? And and I want to make it clear that I don't believe that even though everyone is affected, everyone is not infected. That's if yeah, there's a sure. distinction there. Right, right, right. And so when I say that our the fruits of the spirit actually turn off and on this false nervous system, um, if the more, you know, if there's a global event or even a United States event or some other kind of event that will put everybody into that mass fear and they can flip a switch, 
you know, this, there are patents on this stuff. You know, I'm, I'm not just pulling this out of thin air. Mm -hmm. They have patents on this uh, technology um, mm -hmm. that can, that can suddenly activate these things in our body, but we are the antidote. And so as long as we are number one, creating a healthy terrain, you know, you can sneeze the flu on 10 people, five people might just get the sniffles. One gets deathly ill. One gets a little bit sick for a couple of days, but two don't get it at all. Why is that? They all got sneezed on with the flu. It's their terrain. Uh -huh. And so at the same as our physical terrain, there's a spiritual terrain. There's an energetic terrain. We have to keep all of that healthy. It's not, oh, I'll take, I'll take one of those and none of those. You got, you got to go across the board. You got to keep it all healthy. Yeah. Th this is the energy field, right? You can have a healthy energy field, a good strong energy field, or you can have a very weak energy field. That's why six feet apart fear, people's energy fields shrunk. So therefore mm -hmm. they were more susceptible to getting sick and even dying. Um, I wanna put up that uh, healthy blood uh, slide there. This is the healthy. Now let's look at Darlene's unhealthy guy there, um, his blood. Uh, so, Darlene, there's a big difference there. Um, everything's all chaotic right here. It's all meshed together. Um, well, that's graphene. That's not even blood. It's graphene, not even blood. Where does the graphene come from? Well, I guess that depends if I'm putting on my tinfoil hat. Um, <laughs> well, maybe. Do we need to go underground for that one? Because I want to make sure. We, we, might, we might have to. <laughs> okay. Good. All right, folks. Hang on to that. Darlene's going to talk about graphene when we go underground because a lot of people have it in their blood um darlene we're gonna uh take a break and we come back we are going to be members only still going to be on roku and amazon and, and a lot of other platforms but uh uh but we're going to be able to go in some different directions if you know what i mean um so before we go though how can people get in touch with you the best way to get in touch with me is uh at the herb mom at yahoo.com they can they can email me. They can go to my website, theherbmom.com. I started out as an herbalist a long time ago, so that's just kind of followed me. Okay. And, okay. Uh, okay, awesome. Well, you're not going anywhere. You're going to stay with us. So, uh, Darlene, uh, we'll be back. Uh, don't go too far, okay? Appreciate you. God bless you. Uh, Darlene uh, La Plata. Um, folks, listen, uh, we have to understand that something's coming and it is going to be here and we cannot we cannot rely on a medical system that already intention is well i got to tell you that there's some bad stuff going on out there okay uh they're not your friend okay so we need to really understand what to do darlene's going to share that with us when we go underground okay what we can do things we can get prepared for we're also i'm going to talk about who you need to stay away from, what you need to look at, look out for, avoid how the, the bad person has the energy can really infect you and affect you big time. Okay. And uh, so you, uh, I want you to stay with me. I want to bring on my lovely wife. Now she's nothing but good energy field. Okay. Which offsets my chaotic energy field. Uh, Shanita, you there? I am here. Very happy to be here, and thank you, Darlene. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you, uh, Shanita. What? What? Um, well, I don't know. You've got a good energy field. What's my energy field like? I, maybe I shouldn't ask you that. It's, 
Well, I do remember um, when you went to the doctor of Texas and he picked up on things that other people hadn't. And oh, that's right. He told me to, he almost knocked him out of the chair. He was doing this. He had this machine hooked up to me. It was like, and this was years ago, it, it, I guess an energy machine. And all of a sudden he jumped back. I go, are you okay? What's wrong? He goes, man, you've got what they call a strong life force. I didn't know what that was. I didn't, but I'm going to ask Darlene what that is when we go underground. But yeah, uh, I think what he meant was life force force is equated to someone that's a little psychotic and they do crazy, <laughs> they do crazy things. So he was right. All right. <laughs> So thank God he gave me someone normal and sane uh, like you, and I praise God for that. All right, what do we? What kind of praise reports do we have? Yeah, God knew what He was doing when He put us together 32 years ago. Huh? Um, right. I do want to thank uh, Roger and Kate for the car they donated. Teresa, Cynthia has now given two cars. Liz has given two cars. Donald, Joseph, Julie, um, Don. And thank you very much for everyone. Oh, th th thank you all. It, it blesses the ministry, but also the money blesses other people too. So thank you so much for that. Appreciate it. And for the people that, and this is Giving Tuesday coming up and toward the end of the year, this is how we need to keep our show on the air, right? So when people donate now, it keeps us on the air for the rest of this coming year. And we're going into our sixth year, praise God, without missing a day. Um, I don't know how Spencer and Jared has done it or Shanita, but mm -hmm. God is God is good. So any kind of donation you give will go to keep us on the air and to keep us getting the word out. So we appreciate uh, Shanita. How can people what's the best way people can can contact us and donate? David TV slash donate. Oh, OK. Gotcha. All right. Um, all right. So let's go into prayer request. Yeah, I have some huge praise reports. Um, one of our board members has been suffering with cysts for many years and the, the last ultrasound showed that God had reduced those significantly. So oh, she's God. praising the Lord. And we've been uh, praying for her. Yes, yes. And Sunshine and Greg were praying for a truck and within a day they had one. And uh, we have a friend who is gonna be heading to a year of rehab and uh, Diane wrote in, she says, several weeks ago, you had a word of knowledge about a woman with a kidney and bladder infection. Well, that was me. And the Lord quite suddenly healed me from all of that trauma. No more UTI. The extreme fatigue is gone. Thank you so much. Wonderful Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Wow. Praise God. Praise God. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, how can we pray for people to, today, tonight, Shanita? Yeah. Reba needs prayer. Betty's family is asking for prayer. And we're remembering um, our pastor in Pakistan. And then we have um, Greg Reed's ministry. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm going to pray for Greg's ministry. Absolutely. Okay, awesome. And then um, when we come back, we're only going to be on David Hebner TV, Roku, Amazon, and Apple. How can people go and sign up? Uh, DavidHebner.tv, but then what do they need to do just for this week? Just email admin, admin at DavidHebner.tv, or you can text 615 861 9659. Okay, all right. 
Gotcha. Thank you, Shanita. I appreciate you. Love you. Love you. Appreciate uh, you. Yeah. Uh, so real quick before we pray, I'm going to ask uh, Darlene, I'm going to bring Darlene back in. Darlene, when I'm praying for people, and I used to watch people on TV going, oh, what hocus pocus is this? You know, well, you know, I've been doing this for almost going on six years every and, and on other, I also have Sunday uh, sermon, but all of a sudden as I'm praying, I got visions in my head and people and conditions in my head. Uh, and I used to not say it because I didn't want to be a hocus pocus guy, but then I started saying it and then people started emailing me saying, wow, that was me, that was me, that was me. And I got to tell you, that's not me. That is, I'm, I'm not bright enough for that. Can you feel energy over the airwaves over, is that a possibility that I, we can pick up someone's energy praying for them like this, you know? Well, I believe there is, technically there's no time and space. The time is not linear, it's stacked. So we actually can feel and hear uh, instructions from God that's all coming from God. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I just wanted to ask you, okay, great. Thank you, Darlene, appreciate you. Um, okay, uh, folks, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you for being a wonderful God. We're, you're not done. You're just getting started, Father. And we thank you for being here. You've been so loyal to us. You've healed us. You've answered prayer. You're, you've lifted. You're, we just honor you, and we thank you. We're just so grateful, so grateful. And, Father, we repent. I repent right now of anything that I've done to offend you. Uh, whether I've done it consciously, subconsciously, I'm, I'm repenting. And, and I think uh, hopefully maybe all of us are, have a heart of repentance as we uh, understand that you are God and we're not. We come to you, Father. We, uh, we're asking for a hedge of protection around our children. I do this almost every week because I have a heart for kids. And I know that, that your children have a heart for children. I'm asking right now a hedge of protection around the children, caught up in human trafficking, caught up uh, as runaways, caught up uh, as slaves, caught up uh, for the mother that, that's thinking of getting rid of her baby. I'm asking for protection that that mother's uh, mind will be changed, that baby will be saved. I know that thousands of babies have been saved all over the world because you have answered these prayers. Protect our children, Father. Right now we command a healing in Jesus' name. We command that healing. Someone's have been having migraines, really bad headaches. We're commanding that healing. I thank you, Father, that there has been a man that's dealt with prostate. Uh, I'm not sure if it's benign. I'm not sure if it's uh, malignant. I'm not sure if it's cancerous or not, but it's prostate issues. We're commanding that healing. We're thanking you for that healing right now. There's a woman that's had a tooth problem and, and, and she's had awful pain. We're, we're commanding a healing right now and asking for a comfort of that pain. There's a man right now that's been struggling with this family, keeping the family together. We're asking for a restoration of, of family. A mother out there listening right now and she's been uh, raising these, these, these children, uh, handling the family herself. I'm asking that you give her uh, strength, Father, that you, that you empower her. And I thank you for giving us the right, the right to heal, the right to cast out demons, the right to raise the dead, and the ability to speak the truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you guys. I appreciate you all. Uh, we're going to go to a little commercial here, and then we're going to go on into um, 
uh, to the uh, underground members only. Uh, before we do, though, um, Spencer, I want to put up lastevangelist.com. Uh, we're in our final two weeks of finishing up episode two. If you could go, even I don't care, it can be a dollar. It doesn't matter. Help us out. That's how we're, we're, we put all the money toward making these episodes. This one's exposing the vaccine, uh, dealing with the virus. And as you can see, we're very humbly making these series, but we do it because of God and because God uses you. So go to lastevangelist.com and uh, become part of this ministry, considering praying for us and donating. I appreciate that. Uh, so don't go anywhere because when we come back, I got Miss Darlene here and, and I have you here because you can call in and you can actually ask her questions, make comments or uh, whatever you'd like to do. We're a family. Okay, so um, we're going to go this commercial break and then we'll see you on the flip side. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six piece My Towels for only $29.98, or rejuvenate your bed with a My Pillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about My Pillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Hey, this is David. Hey, please, uh, if, you, if you want to get a pillow or slippers or whatever, uh, use the name uh, David7, the code name David7. You'll save money. Thank you very much. God bless. <laughs> 